Yeah, second Warner Brothers. What's happening, everybody? God, it feels like Monday. Thank God it's not. Oh, how we doing out there? Getting hot, soaked out. Currently 89 degrees, but it got up to like 94 today. I'm like, no. One of the things, I guess, I guess one of the advantages working in an office, the fact that hey, they got the AC pumping all the time and they pay for it. Now it's like, ah, crap. Go on, everybody. Who's out there? Who's out there? Huh? What's going on? All right, we got Mr. Ryan over here. What's up, bud? How you doing? Javier? Yes. Javier Fandom, what's going on here? Jason, we got Eric Patterson, Mark Keller, what's up, bud? We got Snake1986, sup, motherfucker? We got Jose. Yeah, June 1st, man. I know. Next, uh, next like, four months are going to suck. It's going to suck. Right. I'll get to my day, don't worry. Very hot. What's up, Nicotina? Andre, what's up? Too hot for TV, baby. Why I'm online. Why I'm online. Yeah, hot as fucking bowels. Not just balls, but bowels, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's hot in Vegas, too. It was over 100 where you are, man? Jeez. It was over 100? That's good. Mr. Uh, Eddie, well, I missed you, too. We got M Enterprises here. Man. Uh, release the Pena. Release the All Up Pena. What's going on, guys? How you doing? down a little bit it's at a hunt man we got hot where you guys were at man didn't get that hot here thankfully i think at the highest i saw it was 94 so not sure um not sure what uh i'm surprised at that because usually socal where i'm at usually uh yeah usually we're sweltering over here in you know in the I don't know, the Inland Empire Valley, whatever the hell you want to call it down here. Anyways, guys, welcome to Film Junkie Live. Thank you for clicking in as per usual. You guys are awesome. Um, hopefully, you guys had a good day. Like I said, it's all, this week is just weird. It's all weird. It's all very strange because obviously with the holiday, but it's weird because, you know, it's, I think I'm going to take a day off from this shit. Of course not. I'm not going to take, take a day off. So. so then today, it was funny because when I was setting everything up, I went, Today's month, month, but you know, because and then I went into you know setting everything up. I'm like, what? Oh shit! There's a thumbnail. What? Oh yeah, duh! I did a show yesterday. Blah. I mean, it's just everything was uh, tripping me out today. But we're good. We're good. And uh, like I said, when it came to my day today, I don't know. It was actually a really good day, to be honest. I woke up a little earlier than usual because I actually went to bed pretty early last night. I passed out on my couch watching Family Matters, of course. You guys know I'm on that, you know, rewatch of Family Matters. I'm in season five right now, and man, it's just getting cheesier and cheesier. And you know, it's, it's going to be, when I get into those later seasons, man, I'm not going to recognize anything because I, I stopped watching the show when it got into those later seasons, like seven, eight, nine, 
probably more eight and nine. I'm not going to recognize any of those episodes because it got really cheesy. I mean, it, it it's already getting there, but yeah. So I uh, passed out on the couch last night because I was tired from the night before. And uh, yeah, man. So it's uh, it's getting there. Yeah, Family Matters is awesome. No, it's it's awesome, but man, it's just weird watching it episode by episode in order just watching the progression to this to full-on steve urkel show and just ridiculousness and i'm already in season five rachel left delma hopkins yeah i was like wait a minute there's no rachel on this season and they and what's funny about that I, I don't know why. I don't know the history of why she left because she does eventually come back, but not as like a full-time cast member. But I was like going, they never explain why Rachel isn't there. At least I don't remember catching it. I mean, they got little Richie. He's there, which is her son. Where's Rachel? Where's Rachel? Where's Rachel? Anyways. Yeah, that just led right into a uh, Christian Bale Batman impression. Top quality on Film Chunky Live. I'll just say that. All right, guys. <laughs> Man, good stuff. But yeah. So, but anyways, today was uh, pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I got something today too. I mean, obviously, we got my Keaton shirt that I'm wearing right here because I thought, you know, I haven't worn it in a bit. So, if you guys want to actually get yourself a Keaton shirt, you can go down below. And members, members, um, we're going to do a members only YouTube. Um, you know, we're going to do a members only live stream after this. So be on the lookout for that. And I'm going to have a little something to, uh, to give you guys if you want to utilize it or not. And I also finally got this guy in and get, got the flashpoint shirt in. So that came in today, simple little design. So got that, just got the mail right now. So there's that, there's that shirt. Pretty awesome stuff. So yeah, if you guys want to go in there, go into the film junkie closet check it out. But like I said, members, you know, give it a, give it a moment. I might give you something, uh, give you a little, uh, treat to leave a little present, but yeah, if you want to get some of the shirts that are in there right now, of course, the metalhead, all that, there's the Keaton shirt of course. And then of course the new flashpoint and the, uh, green lantern cores, uh, or the cores shirt in those various fonts, go ahead and do so. So, yep. There's all that, which reminds me the dark Knight rises stinks. Yes. We know that you think it stinks. Jose, we know, we know, we know. OnlyFans, yes, we're doing an OnlyFans stream today, Mattia. Thank you. We'll do that. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'll show my belly button. That's that's what I'll do. I'll show my belly button or something like that. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, so check that out. If you want to get some merch right down there. Um, so yeah, it turned out well. I mean, it was funny because usually I try to get the shirt first, but then I was like, nah. I mean, it's a simple design. Everything look is looking good. So. I was like, nah, I think we're good. And yeah, design ended up look, looking pretty good. So yeah, got that. But yeah, like I said, if you want to get the Ke Keaton with the 89 Batman logo, you know, I would just go ahead and do that. Love this shirt because, you know, you got to represent, even though, you know, Ben Affleck, of course, he's the uh, number one, but you know, got to represent the Keaton. You got to love this logo right there. So there you go. And then of course, um, do you think uh, Snyder watches Film Junkie Live? I don't I mean, that's the, <laughs> what's funny about that is like, he's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. I'm not sure if he does. I'm not, you know, and it's funny too, because there are people out there that think like, 
oh, he liked my video or liked my podcast or like, you know, whatever the hell. That means he watched it. No, it does not mean that. A like does not mean anything. You know, it's just he's scrolling through. Hey, cool. He made a. I don't think that Snyder is like, you know, waking up at because he wakes up at like four o'clock in the morning, 430, whatever the hell. And he's like, you know, he gets his coffee, sits at his desk and then starts going on Vero and go like, oh, yeah, let me watch film. I don't think he's doing that. Maybe let me maybe every now and again, he might click in and just be like, see what Dave has to say. I don't know. But I'm not thinking that. I think like if I ever post like short little videos, like maybe a short one, maybe he'll click onto that because I mean, I remember uh, what he said on the charity stream um, when he was like thanking people and he was thanking me and film gob about like, you know, how he'd see our videos and be like, you know, you guys are insane kind of thing. You almost, you know, obviously in a nice way, but, uh, you know, so I think like every, you know, if he comes across and it's just like a video that's shorter, I don't know if he's going to sit there and hear me ramble on for an hour and change. So we'll see what happens though. But you know, you never know. Uh, like, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, that'd be cool though, but I doubt it. I doubt it. He's a busy, busy man. And like I said, he is up super freaking early in the morning. Guy's a madman, but that's why we love the guy. But anyways, guys, yeah, if you want to go check out the merch, go uh, in there. And then of course, uh, if you want to become a member, like I said, we're going to do a, a members only live stream right after this where, you know, you members can uh, ask me some uh, questions, get down to the nitty gritty. If you want to you really want to ask some, uh, some good questions that I, you know, maybe reluctant to answer um during this time right now or something like that and then like i said i'm going to give you guys a little uh you know if you want to utilize something um when it comes to getting merchandise i'm gonna go ahead and hand it to you so do all that so appreciate that guys all right so let's go to the tweets huh let's go to the tweets all right see what happened today well what's funny too today is like uh speaking of work is um, the program that I have to utilize, you know, it's an online-based program, like actually went down today and it was down for a while. Luckily, I was able to still do some work, but then it got to a point where I couldn't do any more work. So I was actually going to stop work two hours, about two hours early, er earlier than I would have. But then all of a sudden it just popped right back in. But it was kind of cool because I, you know, my supervisor or my lead, I don't know, I guess he's a lead of our, of our crew. He just kind of called me and goes, you know what? Just call it a day, man. Just call it a day. And maybe we can make up the hours you know, throughout the week, which I only had two hours to do. So I, you know, I kind of just went, all right. So I put my status on away from my computer. And then, uh, I was finishing up my laundry and then I cleaned my kitchen because, you know, I'm one of those people now that, you know, okay. When it comes to the weekend, obviously that's when, uh, you know, we do our, you know, we clean up and stuff like that. You want to clean up because during the week you don't have time. But when you work from home, I'm telling you, utilize the week to clean the different rooms of your house, like on different days. That's what I'm doing now, guys. I'm doing that now. I'm like, all right, during the week, I'm going to clean that way. When the weekend comes, it's like, nope. Did the floors, wiped off the counters, did all that stuff, unloaded the dishwasher. It's all gravy now. I don't have to worry about it till, well, next week or, you know, but of course, if I make a, a mess or something like that, you know, cooking something, I'll clean that up. But I've like realized, okay, I got to take advantage of working from home. And the fact of the matter is, it's like, okay, 
you know, when I'm on my breaks or whatever the fuck, you know, obviously, you know, I do various things, but I'm like, you know what? Clean a different room of the house each day. You know, so I'm just saying suggestion if you work from home. That way, when it's the weekend time, you don't have to worry about really like cleaning because, you know, I did the floors. That's full on Swiffering, you know, Swiffer wet. Yeah, that's right. I even I even went above and beyond and cleaned my ceiling fan. Check your ceiling fan, guys. Just because it's up there, there's some shit that builds up on those blades, man. Holy crap. Yeah, I hadn't done that in a while. I was like, hmm, yeah, time to do that. So I fucking, I went as far as cleaning my ceiling fan that's in my kitchen. And it was, it's pretty dirty. Not going to lie. <laughs> I was like, I hadn't done this in a while. So it was time. It was definitely time. So anyways, guys. All right, let's go to the tweets. Go to, just giving you some advice, you know. As a former janitor, I endorse this message. There you go. See, Philip gets it. Philip gets it. When Dave makes a mess, that's when the uh, plumber does his thing. No, man. I hope that guy, I hope I never have to come across that guy again. Jeez. Oh, man. I think Nicotina still has that clip. I remember he played it when I was on a show. Anyways, let's go ahead and through this. Oh, yeah. And, ha you know, it's J June 1st. Happy Pride Month. Everybody out there, be prideful. Am I, uh, hold on. There we go. We're good. So happy Pride Month for everybody out there. It's part of the community. And uh, yeah, do your thing, man. I think they're going to be, uh, now that COVID's kind of lifting, there's going to be, you know, plenty of events and stuff that's happening in real life. And please attend them. Get back out there. Um, here's something interesting that just came across my feed literally like right before I was going to go live. And I was like, well, that's interesting because I remember hearing something about it. I mean, speaking of Keaton Batman, um, says right here, man, the daily, uh, daily Batman anthology, they said the original ending to Batman returns featured the bat signal blinking due to the power surge caused by Selena's electrifying death. When word came to change the ending to feature Catwoman alive, the production team was presented with this Tim Burton sketch for the new ending of the new ending. Obviously we know that. So, I mean, I guess again, I mean, I, this, I, I, I want to, I want to hear, I want to hear Tim Burton talk about Batman returns and the struggle that he had with it, because you know, that, that Warner brothers was giving him shit and being like, you can't do this. You can't do that. You know, you know that happened. I mean, that's why he didn't get Batman forever. That's why he didn't get the first Batman. So, yeah, I'm just, uh, I kind of want to know, like, what kind of notes and pushback he got. Yeah, so apparently it was going to be like, you know, stuff like this, which is, that's interesting. Kind of just show the bat symbol and everything just kind of goes out. Interesting. Very interesting. I don't know. That's cool, though. Like it. And uh, holy crap, Sasha Kaye. Um well, I mean, her her haircut, she utilizes that pretty well. Pretty well. Takes some good pictures. You know, she's got those, she's got a very seductive face. I'm not going to lie. And um, so she took this image today. Uh, Kersey Clemens also took a video of them just all chilling and kind of dancing around too uh, when it came to the Flash set. So it's interesting. I know. Now people are questioning, is she playing... The Kara Supergirl? The, mm, maybe. Mm. I don't know. We'll see what happens. And then we'll talk about that, of course. Um, oh yeah, this is badass right here. The Oracle workout. Look at that. Let's bring a Batgirl like that in there or an Oracle like that in there. Imagine doing pull-ups 
strapped to uh <laughs> okay so the only i mean i mean i get it i mean this is it's a cool it's a cool image that's why in miguel uh mercado good job i like it i dig the image but i mean i mean obviously like what if, if she was actually going to do pull-ups she would just probably you know not be strapped to the <laughs> but then again it adds weight you know you know how like you know when bruce you know ties ties the weights with the chains around his waist and he freaking you know does pull-ups to add some more weight Pretty awesome though. But I mean, yeah, I, I just think it's such a good image, such a good image right there. And it's like, yeah, man, show that, show that strength. Okay. Show that strength. It's both feminine and strong. That's what I'm talking about. And then of course, I love how there's like a green screen on the computer right here on the laptop. It's like you could put anything, anybody can put anything right there. Maybe, uh, maybe Richard is watching her work out. I don't know. And uh, this is pretty interesting, guys. Uh, says, okay, so I didn't know about this, but I don't know if you guys were aware, but it says right here that uh, there's a film in development titled Jared Leto Lives Next Door. A married couple's life is turned upside down when they move into their forever home only to discover that their new neighbor is the wife's teenage obsession, Jared Leto. <laughs> I mean, I'm intrigued, not going to lie, but could you imagine doing that? Could you imagine you move into, oh, your dream home. Oh, my God, we made it with your wife. And next door is her teenage obsession. That would be interesting. This sounds like a sitcom, to be honest. But I'm kind of curious about this. Like, what the fuck? I don't know where it's going to show up or what it's going to be on, but that sounds pretty awesome. I'm just saying. So... And uh, I thought this tweet was funny. You'll miss me when you're when you're a stormtrooper <laughs> from Steamy Jesus. Yeah, it's a good line. You'll miss me when you're a stormtrooper. So gonna utilize that, you know, somehow. Of course, we'll talk about that. And then check out this man, uh, David O. Russell's next film. They just added Taylor Swift, which I don't really give a shit about that because I don't think she's a great actress. Uh, but still, I mean, I guess she's okay. But um, look at this cast right here. We got so Taylor Swift was just added to a cast of Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, Rami Malek, John David Washington, Robert De Niro, Mike Myers, Chris Rock, Anya Taylor Joy, Timothy Oliphant, Zoe Zoe Saldana, Michael Shannon, Andrea Riseborough. If I said that name right, uh, Matthias is also in there. Matthias Show Shunawarts. And then Alexandro Nivola. Nivola? That is quite a cast. And do we even know exactly what's going on in this movie yet? But I don't know. Who knows? But quite a cast, man. Quite a freaking cast. So, and here we go, guys. Here we go. Kevin Feige. <laughs> Kevin Feige uh, talking about WandaVision and the title. And let's face facts here. I think he also told him that he would have voted for Obama a third time. Um, yeah. So according to Kevin Feige, he says that the title of WandaVision was inspired by Black Klansmen. I remember thinking, how cool is that? They mushed those two words together, and the audience just accepts that as a title. So I think, so I think Spike Lee, for making Black Klansmen, that's how it came about. <sighs> Ugh. 
The two titles aren't the same. Seriously? I mean, I thought one division was actually a thing. That's two. That's two different words that he put together. Ooh. And then when it comes to Black Klansmen, the creativeness in Black Klansmen is the fact that there's three Ks right in the middle of it. Feige. Okay. I mean, good for you. But holy shit, man. That's so stupid. That is very stupid. There's nothing, there's nothing really remotely similar. <laughs> the big thing was the fact that there was a KKK in between Black Klansmen. There's nothing unique. Oops. There's nothing unique about WandaVision and the fact that you just put them together. Nothing unique and special about that. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, ah, yeah, he totally pulled a, a Ralph Boner right there. Jesus Christ. I mean, what the L? <laughs> Ah, uh, where's my drop? Of course, it, it needs this drop. <laughs> you serious? Seriously, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I mean, that, I, that doesn't that, it doesn't even make sense. Like, dude, Feige, you know, you've done well with the MCU, but man, maybe sometimes I think he was just trying to be a little like, you know, you know, like I said, I would have voted for Obama a third time. He's trying to be like that, guys, trying to be like, hey, you know, if I say that, hmm, man, it's going to give me some brownie points. Yeah, no one's buying it, Feige. You just you, you made yourself look like a moron. OK, holy crap. Holy crap. Anyways, uh, uh, Ohio Dave, he edited up, he edited up um, a video, uh, the live stream that he did on Twitch, uh, where they did the live watch and had Zach on. So make sure you check that out. Pretty cool stuff. And then speaking of Zach Snyder, um, Zach Snyder is going to be joining the League of Mayhem uh, live stream this Friday to, of course, talk some Army of the Dead and stuff like that. So look forward to that. Zach Snyder making some rounds, man. Yeah, you know, Zack Snyder, he just, he chooses who he wants to talk to. And we'll be talking about that. Ray Fisher said he found a thing. He found a thing, and he's definitely making the cyborg face right there. I love that. But uh, pretty cool stuff. I mean, I love the fact that in New York, this is New York, of course, yeah, you know, it's still all displayed. Zack Snyder's Justice League still displayed like crazy. Look at all that. Look at that. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. My God. Love it. Did you guys see this video? This video is fucking insane. Go ahead, turn. <laughs> Look at this. So there's a bear that climbed in there and there's a bunch of dogs. And so the fucking dog mom goes, fuck you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She pushed the bear back over the wall and then grabbed. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. Jesus Christ. That is insane. Bears just chilling there and with the Cubs too. And then the Cubs went running. So obviously mama bear was like, fuck, you know, but then the other mama bear came out and was like, get out of here and push the bear. Jesus. That was insane, man. So that video was going around everywhere. Holy crap. <laughs> just gotta love that. 
Uh, and then I love this Alpha Omega. Man, I'm so curious. I am so intrigued by Vandero. I mean, I knew. I mean, watching it the first time, I was like, okay, he's my favorite character. Vandero is my favorite character. Now he's even more of my favorite character. I mean, like, just now, I've seen Army of the Dead four times now, and it's just every time I'm like, God, what does he know? And then when you know, when I watched it this weekend with with you know with company that had not seen it, I was going. I was explaining certain things, and man, it's just like God. I'm so intrigued by that. Oh, and then we got uh, we got Andy Samberg right here talking uh, to artists. We got Venom fan art right here. This is pretty cool. So you uh, are artists out there, which I know some people visit uh, Film Junkie Live. Check this out. Hello, Andy Circus here. One of the best parts of my job directing Venom: Let There Be Carnage has been connecting and appreciating the artwork of Venom fans. What I have seen recently has been so imaginative. In celebration of your work, we're launching an official fan art program. So please join in. I cannot wait to see what creative fan art you share with us there you go so artiste join that shit man that's awesome gotta love that i love the fact that when when some of the stuff they're embracing they're embracing um they're embracing fan art you know i mean they've done that stuff before even like with zack snyder's justice league and stuff like that um fun chat so we got uh i think this is episode three of uh the snyder school so we got junkie xl and zach Man, is it me or Zach just like uh, when it comes to his shoes, man? I mean, when it comes, he's always got the V-neck, you know, he's got the, the, you know, he's got that one jacket that he wears too that's dark and then maybe some sweatpants and then he's just got the most colorful fucking tennis shoes. They're probably comfortable as shit too, by the way, because, you know, I'm sure the guy's on his feet most of the time Well, I mean, when he talked about no chairs on set, but uh, I still haven't watched this episode yet. I plan on watching it tonight sure because yeah it's good stuff and then uh um breaking news guys uh amy schumer is still not funny <laughs> i don't even <laughs> i i don't this is mm. so apparently uh i don't even i guess this was from amy schumer right here that posted this it's well known that emma stone is a toxic person but Disney Cruella is amazing. So she was trying to be funny and it fell flat because nobody is understanding this joke here, Amy. So good for you. All right. And then uh, it's Ghostbusters Day, June 8th, which, yes, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that um, there's going to be another trailer that maybe comes out. But anyways, only one week until the Ghostbusters Day celebration begins on June 8th. Join the cast and filmmakers of Ghostbusters Afterlife Live on Twitter Spaces, hosted by IGN. I am ready. Let's see what they have to say about that. I wonder who's going to show up. And then here we go, guys. China confirms first human case of H, what is this, H10N3? H10N3 bird flu. So, yay, guys. Let's get a sequel going. China was like, hey, you know what? Pandemic's kind of winding down. Let's announce a sequel. Yes. Fuck yeah. Jesus Christ. Swear to God, if this becomes a new pandemic. <sighs> fuck. Anyways. And then uh, on this day in 1990, um, two weeks, Total Recall came out. How hot is this right there? Really hot. Anyways, uh, yeah. 
Total Recall. Ah, ah, uh, yeah, 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 guy. Yeah, it's a good movie. But I actually like the I like the remake with Colin Farrell because well it was more like the actual story was supposed to be because the Arnold Schwarzenegger version they they fucking Schwarzenegger that sounded bad uh, they Arnold Schwarzenegger I mean that's that that's, yeah I can't even say that right because now it's sounding like like I'm saying something I just canceled myself they Arnold they Arnold it there you go don't even say his last name Jesus Christ see someone's gonna like tweak that and be like look at Look what Dave said on his freaking, uh, his live show right there. Jeez, man. Anyways, <laughs> but they Arnold it, I guess you could say, because the whole Mars thing and this, you know, the cheesiness of the Arnold stuff like that. So, yeah, I know, I know. See, that's the thing. It's like, watch out. Hey, there's Mama Film Junkie. I know, I know. Exactly. <laughs> they Schwarzenized it. There you go. That's better because the way I was saying it, woof. Man, that was too close. Too close, guys. Way too close. Man, even like I was like, whoa, back it off there. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> I know. Canceled myself right there. But they Arnold Schwarzenized it. There you go. Thank you, James Nason. Because, whew, man, that got a little uh, that got a little close right there. So, yeah, perfect timing, right? And uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Bate. Oh, uh, no, no. What's this? Yeah. Not, who is it? Yeah, Aaron S. Bailey. She's totally drawn a blank here. Um, made this poster right here for the Batman, which I thought was pretty cool. He took uh, that promo art and then, of course, put the background in it and everything like that. So thank you, Ben. Ben, yeah. And so was even Colin Farrell and Je Jessica Biel. See, Ben knows. Ben knows. Bam, right there. Yeah. Cranston was the villain. Anything with Brian Cranston. See, I, I like Colin Farrell too, man. I mean, I thought that was a, it was a good remake, but I think everybody was too just, you know, everybody was total, the original, the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, total recall was too precious, too, you know, everybody was too, you know, uh. so I think like people like just thought it was, you know, that's the thing is that's the, that's what they were comparing it to and they like it too much. Uh, Audie Rodriguez. Showing her support to the troops right there with this awesome uh, cosplay and art right there. That's awesome. Love that. And then check this out. Speaking of Batman Returns from the Daily, look at this. So we got a new Batman perched up, perched up on one of the bat symbols that's on the Wayne on Wayne Manor or whatever the hell. So remember how I've always made fun of the fact that like. Bruce Wayne has, you know, some of these lights that are on his house. And it's like, how does nobody, how has nobody, how has nobody even like mentioned that? Like a gardener or anything like that? Yeah, I've always wondered about that. All right, guys, let's get to the topics now. <laughs> All right, three boobs. Yeah, I think that's the thing. The remake needed three boobs. Is that what it needed? All right, let's talk about uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League 2 Forbes article. That's right. So I'm sure you guys saw this today, uh, Mark Hughes, which uh, I'm still blocked by him. <laughs> you know, it happens. Where am I at here? I got to enter this dude. Um, yeah, Mark Hughes wrote an article that says, well, let's see what we see here. Let me get it, bring it up on the laptop here. So Mark Hughes, which he's always been a good supporter of uh Snyder and the uh, Snyderverse and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe a little iffy now and again. 
Yeah. Shut up, Jose. Shut up. Shut up. It'll be funny if somebody... I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody actually would to try, try to say... Try to utilize use that against me. I don't know. Things are kind of weird behind the scenes when it comes to stuff. When it comes to this damn fandom. All right. So here's the article right here. Warner Media Discovery should make Zack Snyder's Justice League Part 2. So let's kind of go through this right here. With Army of the Dead, a big hit for Netflix with his version of Justice League scoring critical thumbs up and strong viewership for HBO Max. And with new leadership once again, once again, about the about to step into the picture, it's time for Warner Media and Discovery to offer Zack Snyder a chance to complete his Justice League plan in an HBO Max exclusive. That's right. There's no point in pretending that there's there isn't an audience for or that it wouldn't be a significant publicity coup for the studio and no reason to let pointless resentments, internal feuds or clickbait hungry fan sites serve as an op, as obstacles to the right business and artistic decision. A Zack Snyder's Justice League Part 2 could just could just for one example be made as a miniseries and divided into chapters just like Zack Snyder's Justice League so audiences can stream it all at once as an extra long film or in a mini miniseries like chapters akin to a comic series or graphic novel collection. At $25 million per episode, see this is where I think Mr. Hughes kind of falls a little flat because I don't know, 25 mil, mm, 25 mil. I don't know about 25 mil uh, per episode. Cause that, I mean, how many episodes could it be? Right. I mean, that's just, mm, it would have a bigger per episode budget than the glorious, gloriously cinematic live action Disney plus star Wars series, the Mandalorian and on par with Marvel spending for, I could see how he broke it down. And you know what? I mean, I think, I think Zack Snyder can, you know, and all and all then can probably utilize that. I don't know. It just seems like a little bit low when it comes to a, if we want to make this, I mean, especially when we kind of know the direction it was going to go when it comes to Zack Snyder's Justice League Part 2. Yeah, I don't know if like, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think that, um, is that enough? I don't know. But his math, yeah, his math is not that great. I mean, it's just... Yeah, so it costs $125 million for a sequel. And I'm going, I don't know about that. I mean, I think Zach could do wonders with that. Definitely could. But, I mean, you're talking about getting this whole cast and crew back. That's a big chunk of it. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just don't think $125 million is enough. So that's where I kind of go, mm, but we'll see. That's a very reasonable price. Mm for a high-quality big-brand IP series with an existing fan base in the millions. If released in weekly chapters, it, it could extract more attention and weekly discussion. Okay, that's exactly what we were talking about with Zack Snyder's Justice League, the first one. Okay? Jesus Christ. How many times did we talk about? Ben, if you're out there, I know you're probably out there. I know most people are interested in the nightmare stuff. So just based on the sequels around that. Yeah, exactly, Matt. Jarbo has it. Yes. I mean, even Zach himself said that a majority of the sequel would take place in the nightmare world. And I've been begging for that. I'm like, you're leaving money on the fucking table because you're seeing DC characters in an environment that we really have not touched before. OK, 
Okay. It's been loosely touched in various kind of ways, maybe in the books, but to see that on the big screen with these fucking larger than life characters, I mean, everybody loved, of course, the nightmare scene, of course. And we know that there's going to be tension between Batman and Joker. There'll be more of that. And then talking about the death of Robin and shit like that. Ah, oh, it's going to be so good. Ah, but it's just kind of funny how we've talked about, like, this is why, yes, to, one of the reasons why that we were gung-ho about Zach's decision, decision to do it as a series is the fact that it would attract more attention and weekly discussion, encourage long-term subscription by fans who might otherwise sign up for a few days, then cancel. Demonstrate the idea of DC's content's ability to build separate divergent corners of its multiverse approach and continue making premium exclusive content that it attracts both the built-in fan base and new converts and it opens the door to additional content within the corner of the dceu such as animated spin-offs and, and adaptations of things such as ben affleck's batman screenplay which further expand the brand appeal and audience bam i mean i like what he has to say right there definitely good right there it would, it would depend on Zach and Deborah deciding they wanted to re-enter negotiations and get involved with Warner's DC brand again, which is far from certainty. Yes, that's one thing we got to realize, too. I mean, even when it comes to Ben Affleck's Batman, I mean, everybody keeps on going like, and I know like recently, uh, Zach, I, I think he was on, you know, when he was talking with, on Lightcast, he talked about how, uh, yeah, Ben wants to do it, this, that, and this. But I think what Zach was referring to was the fact back back when they were trying to create it, you know, he's got an awesome villain. Ben wants to do it and everything like that. But now, I mean, I mean, we're talking about almost, we're talking about like five years later. So it's going, okay, we just, does Ben actually want to do it? We'll see what happens. But um, then again, the Snyders have a lot on their plate in the immediate future and just launched a new IP at Netflix. But that could actually work to everyone's advantage. The Signer's star is shining brightly. They're developing new content that, that's getting great reviews and viewership. And the entire DCEU situation is, again, in flux with new leadership at the very top who could reach out for a fresh start in terms of personal relationships. Likewise, a few million bucks to re—yes, uh, See, I like what he has to say right here. Likewise, a few million bucks to re-edit David Ayer's Suicide Squad into a true director's cut would be more than worth it in terms of publicity and driving viewership. Yes, please, Discovery, release the goddamn Ayer cut. In fact, the fact is, DC is a major iconic global brand that is very much in the brand's best interest to not just put out great new content, but also consistently demonstrate a willingness and desire to improve and re-examine past content for improvement and redemption. The more, uh, the more, uh, let's see, the more and better conversations people are having around these properties, the more it works to the brand and thus the studio's advantage. I realize, of course, that a live-action $150 million Justice League sequel is a tall order for streaming. That's why I also suggest asking Zach to take to make two versions of his film. A three-hour plus in theaters, blah, 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 blah. So he's saying more about that. So imagine a relatively large $3 million budget per episode, for example, for a four-hour, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's talking about animation and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that's always that's always been kind of on the table, too. It's like Ben Affleck didn't want to do the live-action part, but he was willing to do an animated 
feature of his Batman script. Would we be okay with that? Would you guys be okay with that? I mean, if that's if that was okay with his schedule and that's the way that we could only get it, long as he's you long as it looks like long as it looks like that, looks like that guy, sounds like that guy, I'd be okay with it. I don't know. I mean, as much as I would love a live action, but I'd be okay with uh, an animated also. If that's what Ben was only capable of doing, like he goes, no, nah, I'm not going to do live action, but I will do an animation, I'd be okay with that. I mean, obviously, of course, we want the live action, but it's all about what they want. It's all about what they want. It's what they want. Live action or bust. Oh, shut up. I love it when everybody goes like, nope, nope. You would totally watch that. You know you would. Okay? You would watch that. And then I, I, I would question if you didn't watch it. I'd be like, wait a minute. This is what we were able to get. This is what Ben Affleck wanted. He wanted for his Batman script. And you're not going to watch it? That's weird. You would watch it. Come on. You would definitely watch it. But of course, fingers crossed, we want the live action. Naturally. Yes. That's always the case. Like, like when I always would say the Justice League sequels, if they if Zach was like, the only way I'm gonna do it is in graphic novel form, which of course he did pitch to DC. And I was like, Yeah, of course he did, because why not? Finish the story out in somewhere else. And if that was the only way we we're gonna get the sequels, fine by me. Totally buy the books and every variant cover and whatever the hell, every variant that's out there. I totally would. So yeah. So that's just saying. Make Batman fight Black Adam. <laughs> that's a tall order there, Darkstorm. That's for sure. And yeah, see, Darren? Yeah, exactly. So uh, it just depends. It all just depends. You don't accept anything else, Mattia? I mean, you would still watch it. You would still watch it. Don't even lie. Don't even lie. You would watch it. And, um, well, let's talk about Warner Brothers Discovery. Name. That's right. Warner Brothers Discovery name. I don't know which drop to use. <laughs> which drop should I use? Maybe this one. Yeah, this name is not that great. <laughs> Let's face facts. It really is not that great. Here's, uh, of course, the uh, logo that was created by someone with, I don't know, Microsoft, I don't know, with paint. <laughs> There it is, guys. Warner Brothers Discovery. Ah, the stuff that dreams are made of. So what do you guys think of the logo? Yes, it, it sucks. It does suck. The name is not that great either. You know, I was like, you know, I, I made the joke. I was hoping for this Warner Brothers. This Warner Brothers. Uh, somebody made the joke. I think I saw that said like, new Warner Brothers. Who dis? Yeah, that'd be a pretty good one too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there it is, guys. <laughs> there it is. Got to dip out. All right, take it easy, legend. Thank you for joining. Hey, you know, the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, dun, dun. they got Danny Elfman that's going to do their fucking theme song. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then we got this thread right here that says, the proposed merger of Warner Media and Discovery has a new name and logo. 
Warner Brothers Discovery, here's the whole story. And then it talks about this. If the deal goes through, Warner Brothers Discovery will be the parent company of Warner Brothers, DC, Cartoon Network, Cartoon, or, uh, Warner Brothers Animation, Adult Swim, and HBO Max, among many other things. So the parent company would be in charge of all that. And it says the new company's tagline, the stuff that dreams are made of, is an homage to the classic 1941 Warner Brother film, The Maltese Falcon. So that's where they got it from. For dream. The stuff that dreams are made of. The stuff that dreams are made of. Yeah. So that's where they got it from. It's cheesy as fuck. But anyways. Um, then it says it can be a challenge nowadays to keep up with corporations, studios, characters, networks, blah, blah, blah. That's just what they're talking about. Their stuff. Cool. So, Cartoon Brew, thank you for uh, pointing all that stuff out. But, yeah, there you go, guys. What do you guys think? Hamada all day, baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ugh. Yeah, I know. When it comes to Hamada, I mean, I just like what I, what I like about this is the fact that they're going to be running all that. And I'm just kind of hoping that with everything that's happened in the past year, more than a year now, you know, with everything and well, the, everything that's happened in the past five years, to be honest, five, six, seven years, whatever, that David Zaslav, Zaslav, whatever the hell, and all those people are kind of, you know, they kind of just, they're looking at all these guys and going, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Hamada? Hmm. Hmm. Let me see the, let me see the, uh, the DC, let me look at the numbers of the DC movies that uh, you were in charge of. Well, then, <laughs> that's not good. All right. Interesting. Toby. Toby. Did you really not want to do the Joker movie? <laughs> they made a billion dollars. And you did. Okay. Interesting. And, and, okay. Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Snyder Cut, really good. It's getting a lot of praise. Brad Paisley. Tweet it out, restore the Snyderverse. Okay? And you don't want to release the air cut? You don't want more? You're just done with all that? Okay. Jeez. That's cool. But you're living in a fucking dream world, okay? My God. Yeah. I mean, that's what I kind of hope that's happening. Like, he looks at those three and goes, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? What exactly are you doing here? Okay? It's like, now I'm in charge. It's my house. I don't know. <laughs> I just want David uh, Zaslav to look at all three of them and be like... What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's do you want? Seriously, Jesus Christ. But we'll see what happens. But yeah, so there you go. Warner Brothers Discovery... It's really not the best name because it's just all it is is I mean it I mean hopefully that they don't come out and say like well we got inspired by looking at the Black Klansman name you know they took two words and put them together oh Jesus Christ no no what Jason said and thank you sir appreciate it the super chat release the freaking air cut not just the air cut but the freaking air cut I actually like that hashtag should add that to the original hashtag. Obviously. Yeah. 
What do you think they did when they heard about the merger? They probably shit themselves. I'm guaranteeing you. They were like, oh, crap. I mean, that's why that whole Toby Emmerich article kind of came out before that. Just saying. I think they were, like, worried about they were going to lose their jobs. I think they were going to – they feared that they were going to lose their jobs, man. And they should. They should be in fear of losing their freaking jobs. And I'm telling you, if, man – I mean, it sucks that, I mean, I wish that we can hear something about that. Next next couple of few months is going to be interesting. That's for damn sure. But it's like, yeah, in order, and I, maybe I'll, uh, we'll talk, we'll talk more about this in the uh, members only live stream after this post show. We'll talk about a little bit more about this after that. So you members out there, keep that, uh, you should probably write it down. We'll talk more. Yeah, I don't need to write it down. It's only one of the topics, but yeah, we'll talk more about this in the, uh, the members only live stream. So. Make sure, yeah, if you want to be part of it, become a member, hit that join button. And now we got Thor Love and Thunder Raps. That's right. And uh, Chris Hemsworth was like, hey, you guys going to make fun of my fucking legs? Well, then, I'm going to show you what everything else looks like. And yes, he did. Because Jesus Christ. Fucking, my God. Guy's huge. I mean, he, I mean, we know that he was like pushing it hard and wanted to really bulk up for this. And then he got Taka, of course, who plays Korg. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, eh. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still kind of, huh? Says I hear that's a wrap on Thor, Love and Thunder. It's also National Don't Flex Day. So I thought this super relaxed photo was, yeah, was appropriate. Yeah, how many uh, yeah, how many dumbbells did you lift before you took this fucking picture? The film is going to be batshit crazy, off the wall funny and might also pull a heartstring or two. Okay. Lots of love, lots of thunder. Thank you all. Thank you to all the cast and crew who made this another incredible Marvel journey. Buckle in, get ready to see you in cinemas. There you go. But yeah. Fucking jacked. He's like, yeah, you're going to make fun of my legs? Look at my arms and my traps and my shoulders and my boobies. But we'll see what happens. But I know, yeah, yes, BT, BT32086. Yes, part of that was Hulk Hogan. I think it was like he took it upon himself to be like, all right, I might as well just get as big as I can because not only is he doing Thor again, but, and you know what's going to be cheesy? You know what's going to be fucking cheesy though, guys? They're going to have some kind of stupid montage of Thor getting back into shape because of fat Thor. It's going to be, ugh. we're going to a montage. You know, there's going to be, there's going to be something about that in there. They're going to have some kind of montage or whatever, but you know what? I'm kind of curious to see what happens with the whole Kogan movie. It's going to be interesting. All right. Then last, uh, last topic. <laughs> what are you teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> yeah. Well, remember, Seth Rogen is doing a reboot for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Hopefully, he does. he's going to hopefully be doing something a little fresh with it. Because, yeah, I'm not, I mean, they tried with it. But, uh, yeah, so he posted this little drawing right here, Leonardo, you know. And it says August 11th, 2023. So that is the release date. Honor loyalty. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Who am I? It's got, you know, it's got the ooze right there. I love that there's a Stussy S that he, uh, put right there. Um, only nineties kids would know about the Stussy S discipline. 
splinter. Yeah, all this stuff. So I don't know. I'm intrigued, you know. I mean, let's face it. Seth Rogen produces a lot of good content. I mean, you're talking about the boys. You're talking about Invincible. A lot of good content that, that him and, of course, Mr. Goldberg, um, they produce. They produce a lot of stuff. Don't be friends with Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh, yeah, because of the whole uh, James Franco thing. I'm not going to work with him again. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. Cowabunga, dudes. <laughs> uh, it's my best uh, Seth Rogen impression right there. So you're welcome. You're welcome. So got a release date, August 11th, 2023. So two years. Um, going to be interesting how he, how he approaches it. But I think, you know what? I, I appreciate I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the next thing, Philip. I'm like with you on that. I don't know. Is it animation or is it live action? I don't know. Guess we'll find out. But we'll see what happens. I know we're gonna see them smoking. You're gonna see them hot boxing the fucking turtle van, and then, well, it'll, you know, it it'll help to you know. I mean, obviously, you get in that state, you crave pizza. So, just saying. I mean, I'm sure there's, you know, there's obviously a teenage mutant Ninja turtles strain of weed out there. I'm sure. I mean, did anybody capitalize on the secret of the ooze? Somebody should call a strain of weed secret of the ooze. Why not? I think that'd be pretty good. I don't know. I think that'd be pretty good. So that's just me. Anyways, all right. So that's all the topics. Let's go to the tweets. And like I said, members, um, what I'll do, I'll do like uh, I've done the last couple of times. Look for um, look for um, the fans only, or not the fans only, the members only uh, live stream. I'll be posting it on the YouTube feed. So uh, go ahead and look for that. And uh, yeah, like I said, you can ask me some questions directly and, uh, you know, and we'll talk about some shit just for a little bit. And like I said, I got a special little promo thing I'll uh, hand over to you guys if you want to utilize it. All right. Let's go to the uh, the questions right here. All right, we got Lewis thirty five zero one. Dave, just read some rumors from Daniel RPK that suggest Gal might be. I didn't. I this is from yesterday. Okay, that's from yesterday. Duh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think I did that before. I'm like, wait a minute, that's from yesterday. Like well, that sounds familiar. All right, here we go. Here's the right ones right here. Okay, Quantum. Ah, uh, Shin Shinobi, the Quantum Shinobi. If they are rebooting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, do you think they will be more true to the comic, or at least have the same flavor of the 1990 original, which is still the goat? Hmm. I don't know. I think with Seth Rogen, I mean, I, I just, I just hope for like a unique spin that, yeah, that could maybe represent the comics, maybe have a little bit of the cartoon and a little bit of the uh, the movie. I mean. 1990, uh, the 90 movie, man. Um, I know I'm doing especially great today. Jeez. <laughs> um, no, I think, uh, I think I'll try to, you know, represent a lot of that stuff. We'll see what happens, but I think he's specifically, I think he's specifically wanting to do more of the source material, have it a little darker than it has been. Uh, Ronak, Ronak. Hey Dave, I'm on my second viewing of army of the dead and I hate Kate even more. So my question is, uh, do you have any characters in the movie that just annoy you? I mean, I get the whole hate, hate Kate, the hate on Kate. I get it. I get it. But again, what did Zack Snyder say about this movie? That he was going to have the tropiest of the tropes 
And that is a common trope in these types of movies that you have that one character that has her own agenda, which could lead for the whole group to end up getting killed. <laughs> but the thing is, though, guys, the thing is, maybe there's more meant for Kate, and maybe there was a reason why she needed to get Gita. Remember, we're dealing with time loops and weird shit here. So maybe... Maybe there's more of a significance of Gita. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Jay, on a percentage scale, how likely is Justice League 2 to happen with it, all this happening in the article by Mark Hughes? I don't know. I couldn't really tell you. Couldn't really tell you, but it is nice that he wrote that article. That helps. That helps it. No matter what, every little bit helps. So, RJ. If you could cast someone to play Casey Jones in a live action movie or in a voice role for the new one, who would you pick? Counter Reeves. <laughs> I don't know. That's just the first thing. That's the first person I talked that I thought about was Keanu Reeves. Might be a little, yeah, my, yeah but a Keanu Reeves is still, he's still very uh, spry for his age, but I don't know. <sighs> I always, when, every time somebody asks about like, a casting choice. I always get, when I get put on the spot, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. That's why I just thought Keanu Reeves right at first. But if I was going to go with somebody younger, uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Who would be your pick for Casey Jones? Certainly not Stephen Amell. That was horrible. That was a horrible casting choice. But I mean, it, it's like, if you're going to cast Stephen, you know, Amell, make him act like Casey Jones. Don't make him act like Stephen Amell. That was horrible. That was horrible. Absolutely horrible. So Megan Fox, though, was also a bad choice for fucking April. So Eric, so what are the odds Dave Zaslav rehires the two fellows who approved Zack Snyder justly but got dumped with their power given to Emmerich? Riley uh, and uh, Greenblatt? I don't know. What are the odds? I don't know. I don't know odds or percentages. I really don't. So... I like Army of the Dead. Uh, Bradley, how's it going, Dave? It's going pretty good. What actor would you like to see play Shredder? Super, ooh, you know who would be pretty good is what's-his-name who played uh, Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat. That'd be pretty good. Or even, um, uh, I mean, I'm trying to remember their names, but I can't. Or who played Scorpion and who played Bly Tanaka? What's-his-name? What, those guys. And I'm totally, obviously, you guys will tell me the names in the uh, live chat, but, you know. Maybe one of those two dudes. They'd be pretty cool for uh, Shredder. Uh, Deuce. Dave, going strong with the, the channel. Congrats. Thank you. What's up with the news that, they're released, uh, that they've released a 4K version of Watchmen? Oh, and Restore the Snyderverse. Yeah, I saw that that was released today. Good on you, Warner Brothers, for releasing that 4K trailer. It was almost like, hey, we're sorry that we released a 4K trailer of Justice League. Zach, I'm really, we're really sorry. Mm, I wonder if that, that is pretty interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, Hiroyuko, Yuki uh, Sanada. Yeah, Mr. Sanada. He'd be a good uh, shredder. Uh, Scott, you were a Raphael kid, weren't you? How dare you, Scott, assume that I was a Raphael kid? Are you kidding me? How dare you say that? I'm pushing back against you because that's what Raphael does. Pushes back against people yes you're absolutely right you nailed it right there see scott knows me scott knows me definitely was a Raphael kid 
I remember, um, yeah, he was uh, the first figurine I had. My brother was a Donatello guy. My brother loved Donatello. I was Raphael. And then when it came to the movie, I really loved trying to do the impression. Going to a movie. That okay with you? Yeah, come on. Raphael. Uh, the rogue. Always pushed back against the crew. And always got his ass kicked. <laughs> in the two movies. In the two movies we had, man, he got his ass fucking handed to him. Nerdtastic. What do you think about the new logo? Um, oh, I think it's crap. I don't think it's that great. They could have done a lot better with it. It seemed like it was a last-minute decision. I think it's kind of dumb. J okay, and the music says JL2 will happen, so hopefully the music 3000 is, iMusic 3000 is right. Uh, Ryan says, appreciate Mark at Forbes support of the Snyderverse, but honk if you're blocked. Wah, wah! Yeah, I've been blocked for like three, four years now. <laughs> And there you go. Twitter questions right there. Yeah, exactly. See, Raphael's the best. I think at first, at first, you get drawn to Michelangelo because it's the way he is. And yeah, dude, you know, he's got more of the surfer type. He's all about the pizza. You get drawn to that. But for some reason, there was something about the rebel. You know, Raphael was such the rebel of the group. You know, he was always wanting to be like, you know, off on his own thing. So. Very perceptive of uh, Mr. Scott McClellan right there. So, all right, guys, going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, like I said, members, look for it on your stream. It'll be it'll be uh, on the feed. It'll be up in about two minutes or so. Go ahead and uh, make sure you click on that, and we'll have some fun with the members-only stream. If you want to be part of it, become a member right now. Join the, join the members. Um, join Film Junkie. Become a member. Or if you want to join the Patreon and see what I'm working on, see uh, stuff like ahead of – Stuff that I'm working on. Um, I actually, tomorrow, I'll be dropping something on Patreon, too. That'll be uh, pretty cool. That's something that's happening tomorrow that'll, uh, let's just say it's a, it's an interview. It's an interview, that's for sure. So go Lakers, sure. I'm not even, you know what sucks? I usually like to watch, I like to watch the basketball playoffs. I like to watch the basketball playoffs, but, uh, but, uh, I don't have cable right now, so <laughs> kind of sucks that I'm not be able to watch. Q, I missed the Twitter questions. Darn it! Hey, you could have asked it right there. You could have asked it right there, Q, because Q, you're the guy that always asks those philosophical, like mind bending questions. Where I feel like I should be going. Yeah. Uh, do those creatures in quiet place? Do they hear farts? <laughs> ah, that your question yesterday had me like kind of going whoa. Do they hear farts? Ah, <laughs> uh, so good questions there, Q. I think you're you're the you're that you're yeah you yeah you answered those. DDS, huh? Yeah, you could you could have asked another one, another one of those uh, those type of questions. I thought those you have some good questions when it comes to that. All right, but anyways, all right, but appreciate it anyways. Appreciate the super chat. You're awesome, man. Um, but like I said, uh, look for that. And then, like I said, uh, also if you want to get in there. Get into the uh, film junkie closet. Go ahead. You can get the Keaton shirt right there. It is available. And like I said, I showed you the Flashpoint shirt. The Flash, I, I call it the back to Flashpoint shirt. Because obviously it's uh it's in the back to the future font. It's got the Flash logo on it. It's got the movie logo too. I try to go with the movie, the more movie logo that has it like right in the middle of it. Yeah, nothing like the smell of a new T-shirt. Smells like glue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, there's something about like when you get those T-shirts, specially made ones, they have a scent to them. 
It's a glue type scent because, you know, they got to put that stuff on there. All right, guys. Love you. And, um, yeah, I'll see you guys, you members, in a little bit. And, uh, of course. Yeah, second Warner Brothers. That's what we like to say right there. All right. Mm -hmm.